Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing She-Hulk Attorney at Law, the first season, episode seven, The Retreat. All that and more said, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And I'm Catherine Ray. You should have done it this time. Oh, and I, and I'm Jeff Randall. <laughs> yeah, but like with your Jeff Randall voice. <laughs> Hashtag not my Jeff Randall. <laughs> nope. Uh, we have we have the the original Jeff Randall is back in the in the studio with us here today. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Mmm, <laughs> that one's not bad. The OJ. That, yeah. But like <laughs> the that, OJ is bad. Don't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, if it if it was the OG, and then you you spelled Jeff wrong, mm-hmm. that could still be the OG. Like, true. It and and if I said the O Jeff, it would it kind of makes it seem like I'm spelling it wrong. This is a whole weird discussion. Yeah. That do you ever just go by El Jefe? Uh, sometimes, sometimes. Because that's what, that's what my, my dad. We often we often call him Jefe. Nice. Yeah, I, I get called Jefe a lot. Um, Whenever I I join uh, like those those games uh, where you just like have your phone like uh, like Jackbox or whatever like those party games I'll usually yes. call myself El Jefe on there <laughs> like just because like you know Thor Odin Sun Lord of Thunder Sparkles whatever <laughs> doesn't really fit um, <laughs> anyway we're not here to talk about gaming names mm-hmm. we're here no, to we're talk not. about She Hulk. Yeah, man. Uh, can we? Can we? Can, can you do me a favor? I want. No. I want to give the spoiler this week. Can you count me down? Oh, okay. Okay. Do, do, do you so, mind? We'll do the old countdown to spoiler, and, and but but I can do it this time. That works. That works. Um. Oh, how do you usually do it? We usually have a non-spoiler section, but we're gonna skip right over the non-spoiler section. Yeah, just give me a countdown. I think that. I think that we just need to get right to it, guys. Spoilers for so, She-Hulk Episode 7. If if you haven't watched She-Hulk Episode 7, The Retreat. What the hell are you doing here, first off? Secondly, go watch it. Thirdly, everybody else stick around, because there are spoilers in three, two, one. Fuck Josh. Right? <laughs> That guy. <laughs> Josh is an asshole. I mean, she did. Ah! She did. Those were not instructions. Those were that was only in the derisive way. Only in the derisive way. Um, we should give there were some people who totally called that last week. So I feel like those people should pat themselves on the shoulders because I totally saw that in the chat that people were like, Oh, he's he's evil. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, he is evil. Yep. <laughs> Oh, you make a very solid point. <laughs> he was so cute. When it showed them sitting together at the little table and it zoomed out and showed the intelligentsia, like listening to her, like it looked like they were like watching bio signs or something of her. I was like, yep, he's evil. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was pretty clear. And then, but this week they did so much to misdirect us by basically they had the same plot happen. They had, she has a wonderful time with Josh and then when as soon as she lets her guard down he apparently got her blood then she went out with this uh, group of guys from the uh from the retreat and hung out with them and had this wonderful time and like you kept expecting them to r- grab her blood and it was just very much the misdirect yep. of like literally the guy who wanted her blood a few episodes ago was there and then you've got uh, abomination who's still like a little suspect 
then you got all these other guys and then they destroy her car it just like they set it up so perfectly to be like oh yeah this is definitely they're doing they're gonna do something and then they convince her to de-hulkify and then they're they're just being friendly yeah i was fully expecting the porcupine to have one of the one of the needles be the injection thing like oh yeah great job let's hug got it got the blood yeah and then like you know he runs away while everybody else is trying to defend uh against that retreat i was fully expecting that also the porcupine porcupine right (laughs) we got the porcupine matt you remember we read that that one ant-man comic from a bajillion years ago that had him in it yes yes i do <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's totally put the, ridiculous. put the mask back on. Put we gotta, yeah. oh, we gotta figure you, something out until we gotta dry clean it. Clean. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> and at, in the end, in the in the pictures, they had him like just with the helmet on, with the the rest of the suit on a hanger, and like the lady at the laundry service counter is like, Argh. yeah, was, they showed like stink marks coming yeah, off. Yeah. It. <laughs> I loved it. I love that so much. And his like little, his little, uh, his wife beater and little boxers that he was in, like, he didn't change. He didn't put on anything else. He was just like, well, I'm here. Here you go. Did you guys catch, uh, catch the name of Abomination's business? It was like on the posters oh, um, in the back. Ab- it was Obama um, stay. Obama stay. <laughs> I remember being like, that's offensive and funny. <laughs> <laughs> That feels like cultural appropriation, but it's, kind it's, of yep, also nope, it great. Is, it is funny cultural appropriation, unfortunately. <laughs> it's unfortunate how much I love it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's as bad as I was out the other day and I saw someone with a, like, nama, namaste in bed. Oh. And I was like, I was like, that also ain't it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Not quite there, but... God, I feel Mm-mm. the sentiment. I feel the sentiment. Mm-mm. I just don't want you to say that. Okay, we're just jumping into that one scene, but um, I knew Matt was going to be so stoked in this episode because of how much Tim Roth we got. We got so much Tim Roth. We got so much we Tim Roth. We got so but, much Tim Roth. Okay, my note says, so much Tim Roth, exclamation mark. Is he evil? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> A, he's just, I, I hope he isn't, but I, I can't help but be a little bit suspicious that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But my only thing that, that tripped me up in this episode is when, um, well, also, did we get a name of Crowbar Guy, or am I just going to have to call him Crowbar Guy? Is the Wrecker. Oh, he is the Wrecker in the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, he is the Wrecker. Okay. The subtitles had his name as Wrecker. Oh, I must have turned them on just after that because I, I tried to see what it was and it never said it for me. Anyway, ah. um, so he wa- the record rocks in the room, right? And mm-hmm. Jen is like, what? And like um, you saw Abomination react before she explained what happened. He was like telling her to calm down before he got the story in the moment. So I was like, mm. oh, my God. He, and he's there. So I was like, so obviously this is these two are connected in some right. way, right? But I was like, yeah. I don't want him to be evil. I want him to just be this good, reformed, hilarious character yeah. now. Well, and, that, and that's, he pro- I'm assuming he might have told him what he did when he came to like the retreat to be like, try to reform himself. He probably told, he probably oh. knows that, uh, oh, I tried to do this thing, but I'm realizing now I need to let that go. And that's not where power comes from or whatever he said. <laughs> I just imagined the the session of like, yeah, I I got some some friends together and we tried to assault Jen Walters and like Emil's like, why? She's such a lovely person. Mm-hmm. Like, why lawyer. would you do that? Mm-hmm. I 
I love Tim Roth. You, you're talking about Tim Roth, and I just gotta go back, because I freaking love every line <laughs> delivery in this, and every mm-hmm. just choice he's making. He's obviously making a lot of choices that are... My favorite chicken. His favorite chicken, and that chicken sounds hot, right? Princess Silk Feathers? <laughs> yeah. Be a, that sounds like a sexy chicken. Um, I would sexy watch her on name. the main stage, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, he's, he's he's wondering on top of that, even just um, the choice to have him completely almost horizontal on that lawn chair that is not meant for that sitting position is just such a like it's it just further uh, epitomizes the character of this, you know, reformed prisoner slash, you know, yogi or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's he is. He's a life so, coach. Yeah, he is so casual in. Like every every time you see him in every position, like sitting, standing, like the way that he walks is just like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm just breezing around, man. You know, I'm just vibing. And dude. it's hilarious <laughs> when you think back to the version of him that's like getting on that helicopter before superpowers <laughs> in like the very first Hulk, and he's like, yes, sir, I'm the I'm the badass, you know, warrior who's here to take down the Hulk, and then yeah. it, now he's like. Yeah, you know, just some, he's he's almost Trevor level. We don't have Wi-Fi here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sort of all the disconnectedness, you know, just distractions from the outside. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like the the thing that that I keep looking back to is like uh, when he got on the chopper in the middle of the movie, not even at the beginning, but in the middle of the movie after he had gotten a bunch of the injections, and they were like, "Hey, man, how you feeling?" Because he had just been like shit stomped, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like a monster. And like, so over the top and campy and goofy. But like, that's a vast difference from what we have here. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I'm explaining it in that like, he was so crazy over on this side. That's why the pendulum can now swing so far to being crazy in the opposite direction over <laughs> yeah. here. Because he's, he's holding both extremes, right? Yeah. Like he's been yep. the monster on the military helicopter. And now he gets to be the retreat leader in a white linen fit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is either how it works or he's lying. And I still am not 100% uh, sure. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm, I'm like, I, because I, I want him to be good. So I'm like, Same. I'm like 90% he's good, but I can't let go of the 10% that remembers the Incredible Hulk and is like, nah, this dude is really devious. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. They, they really did a great job setting up this episode. Like the, the, the whole opening sequence with, from the falling in love scene oh. where they go to the multiple dates and the music so perfect, and then to the just like very dry, no music, waiting on the text back, you know, and the the way they oh. had the boom when it's Saturday and boom yeah. Sunday, they're just like falling further and further into depression. It was uh, it was it was so perfect. When she when she grabbed the text window and tried to like slide it up, who has not done that, right? Like you're waiting who on a text us? back, and you're just like, G- I know this doesn't work. I know there's nothing <laughs> down there. Like that's not I can't refresh. But I have to try. But it's, it's just really, in case. Maybe I'm just missing this text. Maybe I didn't see it yet. Maybe uh. I didn't scroll appropriately. <laughs> maybe maybe I swiped it just at the wrong time. Maybe it's under my text window mm-hmm. where I should be typing. Like, uh. yep. It's like clearly not the t- not the case. But we, I've definitely done that. <laughs> Yeah, who amongst us has not? Oh. And that was such a relatable that uh, for everything I complained about the editing in 
otherwise the editing in this episode was awesome that montage in the beginning had me in my feels it was so well done it was it conveyed such an experience that i think a lot of people have had Mm -hmm. in their life of like man just falling hard and then getting ghosted and they just did it so well and you just felt for jen so 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 much in those and i was just yeah again like you said all the editing the music the the i love the graphic overlays in this episode of like showing us the text message screen showing her typing and like deleting it i loved all of that stuff and i I loved the no service bars over her head like just as she was going around like it's it's following her around it's such a choice it's such a like heavy choice that it reminded me actually of ms marvel and the sort of stylistic way they use text in that and like putting it under yep but it's just such a silly thing to have it just over her head while she's walking around this retreat looking for service like it's just really good yeah well i mean it it conveys that message and and does it in a in a fun stylistic way like you know like we're saying there were choices made but like i feel like they're they're good modern choices i agree to like to really sell this idea of like these are characters in our modern day like these are not just like it's not necessarily a, a timeless kind of thing but like we can identify with it on a very personal level what she's going through especially if it's the the same text that you know is on our phone like that's like i recognize those those little pips of mm-hmm. like trying to get some sort of cell service and just not happening and it's just little the waves there like yeah, in 5, 10, 15 years, it's probably not going to look like that. It's going to be like, ooh, that's a little dated. But like for right now, when it's released, oh, mm-hmm. oh so it's so funny right that there. that is, you're right, like it, because it straight up said iMessage. Like it, yep. can, canonically, we know she has an iPhone, you know what I mean? Yep. Like uh, that's like in, that's in there now because it says iMessage on the screen. And so you're so right about like what, if, when it's going to look different, people are going to be like, ah, oh, man, this is so 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. That's the 2020s. Ooh, that's that pandemic iMessage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never want to go back to pandemic iMessage. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So good. Um, I'm so glad that we had zero Titania in this episode. Really? <laughs> Yep, I don't like it. I don't like her. I don't care for the storyline. I don't want it. I loved having none here. I think this might be the first absolutely no Titania even mentioned or on a scroll or any anything. She just wasn't even brought up this episode. Um, it was yes, a scroll. That kind of scroll. Paper <laughs> scroll. That's what I mean. <laughs> crawl. I think maybe I meant the crawl. Uh, yeah, <laughs> scrolling thing. Scrolling no, you, thing. You had it. It, you know it made I sense. Mean. I just I chose to take it a different way. <laughs> <laughs> that was a choice on my part. <laughs> For the audio listener, Jeff was over here presenting a scroll on the screen to mock my use of the word scroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah. I I do things like that. Yeah. Whatever. I like in this episode how like you know without the Titania we got to focus on Jen as herself mm-hmm. and the 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 episode was was couched by feelings just so many oh, feelings it's totally like, all about feelings yeah the 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 amount of like fighting in this episode was zero basically it, effectively zero like her car got a little bit wrecked and she like literally took the man bull by the horns <laughs> And yeah. threw him away. Mm-hmm. She threw the wrecker too, but those are really like the only two instances of violence at all, right? Mm. Yeah, except for and Josh yeah. stealing her blood, which we never saw. It wasn't violent though. Literally stabbing them and att- and taking their blood—that's violence. That's force being used to injure someone. 
I guess I'm thinking about like fist fighting. Yeah, I'm also thinking about like physicality. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a fight. That's what I'm talking about. Like the, we got a little bit of the the clash between Mambul and uh, the swashbuckler and Ayla. <laughs> El Aguilar. We got that, and then Jen through Manbull and then Jen through Wrecker and like that was it that was all of the physicality other than that it was just talking it was them in normal form walking around talking and then the uh the group session the group therapy session like I started getting hit in the feels in that it was like oh Jen cares about Jen she's she's finally opening up and admitting it to herself and everyone around her Mm -hmm. like it kicked me right in the feels over and over again. I was like, I want to go have a therapy session too. <laughs> you know, Jeff, I want to work on me. You know, Jeff, maybe, maybe that sounds like a good idea. This is, this is a good, <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about this for a while, Jeff, and you've opened I'm the so door. I'm so glad you yeah. brought it we're, up. We're here because we love you. <laughs> Let's change the, the so title of this Twitch session to Jeff's intervention. Jeff's live stream therapy intervention. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, and taking, talk about taking the fourth wall breaking to the next level. Um, they better have previously on this guy. No, we're doing it now. <laughs> we're doing it now. That is so funny. I've never seen that done in anything for the, for the character to call out, hey, bring it back. Bring it, roll back the previously on. That's so funny. Really yeah, weird. I got such a kick out of that. Yep, that was hilarious. But I, I like, I took offense when she was like, "You probably don't even remember this guy." And I was like, "I know exactly who that is." <laughs> nope, not me. <laughs> don't you tell me who I know? <laughs> and then she said, "You know, let's previously on this guy." And I was like, "Okay, fine." I saw him, and I was like, "That must have been one of those guys." And then she <laughs> like did the let's previously on this guy, and I was like, "Oh my god, so funny!" I also have never seen anything like that, but loved it so yeah. so so good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the way she reacted at first, I thought it was Todd, because I have a, no memory for faces whatsoever, but I was like, I don't think that looks like Todd, and then they, then she did the previously on thing, because I don't recognize people. I just don't. I don't cool. at all. <laughs> cool. I, I figured I might have been in the minority here, mm-hmm, but... For yeah. sure. <laughs> Anybody else hurting for a yurtin? <laughs> yes. Yay! 100%. I love, I love when she did the, the, like, walking out slowly and just, like, the slow thumbs up. It just, I just love Satya Adams Lottie so much. Yep. And we got so much of her in this episode, yep. which was so nice. Mm-hmm. But also, we got some transitions, some on screen in front of us, Jen to She Hulk transitions. And I didn't think they were terrible. I will say, though, yeah. this, there's one shot in this that I thought was maybe some of the worst CGI yet. Oh, it, she was sitting at her desk talking with Nikki, right? Mm, oh, no. I was thinking when she's at the meeting and she's typing under the desk talking about the uh, the fries dipping in uh, milkshakes. What, oh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible CGI. Yeah. And it sucks because I saw the face she was making and Tatiana Zlani making that face is great. Like, that's a great Tatiana Zlani face that they're trying to capture. But her body looked absolutely like a cartoon. It just looked terrible. Uh, it's a real bummer. <laughs> this episode bad. had some of the some of the best CGI, mm-hmm. like I said, for those transitions, but also totally some of the worst. Yeah, I made note of that scene too. I think when she's at her desk talking with Nikki, which I rudely interrupted you to say, her like mouth doesn't match the voice oh. at one point, and I was just like, "Oh come on, they, <laughs> this is God, it's just annoying." But but I think that's just how it's going to be if you're going to have a main character that is CGI 100 percent of the time. It's going to be hard to stay on top of it 100 percent yeah it's well especially in a uh, tv show format 
like they're crunched for time. There's so much content that has to be, you know, CGI edited in some way, like some amount of VFX has to go into it. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's so much work to to Mm -hmm. do all of that. And I mean, like, like has been in, uh, in recent news, Disney is kind of known for, or well, Marvel is kind of known for underpaying and understaffing Mm -hmm. and just not being great as far as like giving the, the amount of resources that, they should for this sort of thing to have it done well. This is me off directly at Marvel because I feel like this show has enough of a struggle of being respected to like, because of its, uh, its point of view, its, its feminine point of view. And like, it's being told from, uh, Jen Walter's perspective. And it talks a lot about like issues that ladies face. And like, so all these like, you know, sort of toxic fanboys are going to have things. They, things they're going to hate on about this show no matter how good it is for them to like, just not spend the money and then like open it up to such criticism pisses me off. It's like, makes me re- legitimately mad at Disney yeah. and Marvel that like, they're not. Why like, wouldn't you make the resources. best version of the show that you possibly yeah. could? And I feel that way about all the shows, but then when you've got this show, that's going to be criticized no matter what, uh, for stupid reasons, why give them such a reason that everyone can look at and go, Oh, well, maybe those guys are being reasonable because the CGI is bad. You know, <laughs> it just piss- it just pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that they have more money than God, mm-hmm. it's like you don't need to <laughs> underpay or overwork anybody. No. <laughs> you could be crazy, fairly compensating everyone involved and still be making money hand over fist. Yeah. So, uh, but you're, I, I totally appreciate that perspective too. Of like, this show is already going to get hate. Why are you giving them ammunition for it yeah. by not doing anything less than like perfect CGI? Well, they could have yeah, made some totally. choices in the show to make it a little easier. Like Jen Walters is easy. It's Tatiana Maslany, but then making she Hulk is hard. So then they have to, in that first episode, they have to tell her, you always have to be she Hulk at work. And it makes a lot of the work scenes, which don't need a CGI green monster look terrible. Cause they're like, Oh, this isn't a fight scene. We'll just do it real fast. And it's like, no, like that just makes the world look silly. And so what they should, yeah. in my opinion, what they could have done is like, you can only appear in court as She-Hulk. You can only do press as She-Hulk. Something like that would have mm. made more sense because then they would have just gotten more time and like all these office shots could have just been Tatiana Zlani, you know? Right. You have to appear in, in court, uh, talk to press and meet with clients as She-Hulk. Something the rest like of the that, time yeah. you can be Jen. Like, you know, when it's just us here at the office, you can be Jen, sure, but you have to present to the outside world as, as She-Hulk. Because right. like most of the conversations we see her in are just sitting in the office you know talking to pug talking to nikki you know in a in a meeting without external or without clients or whatever right probably uh because i don't know you know i don't know what their meetings are but it looks like a lot of the time she could just be normal jen without having to pay for a bunch of cgi or uh, pay for not a bunch of cgi yeah yeah yeah. and and it could have really allowed for a lot of uh I mean, basically, you could have attenuated that as much as look at the budget you have and decide to make the show you're willing to spend. You know, don't like, I don't know, right. set yourself, set your creators up for failure in this way. And it just, it pisses me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. I Like, I understand the need for a budget and like staying under it, I guess, you know, but if you're going to stay under it, like decide what show you can make then and make some planning around it. There's there's a touch of headcanon that I could put on that though to <laughs> say like 
you know, the, the way that I'm spinning it is like, that just goes to show how ridiculous the requirement that she be She-Hulk at work all the time is, uh, you know, because the, they can't pay for the, or well, they don't have a lot of time to work on the CGI, so they don't really like do a, mu- a bunch with that. So it looks even crazier and even more silly that she has to be, you know, big green hulking monster at her desk. That's pretty meta. Yeah. How about this? She, she Hulk doesn't look very real in fluorescent lighting. Maybe we can say something. Yeah, like that. there you go. There you go. <laughs> Looks really it, good. The green in skin light. Yeah. and fluorescent lighting, mm-hmm. like it just doesn't, doesn't work. go. It doesn't go well. <laughs> it, it would be even worse if she didn't have all the big windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and all the natural light. <laughs> I bet you that office gets hot as hell. I bet Oof. the central air in that building is obscene. Yeah, mm. I bet you their power bill is crazy. Yeah, I bet you it's 55 degrees in those offices at all times. <laughs> oh, God, I want that so bad. I've never wanted anything so much in my life. <laughs> I bet that law firm has skimped on nothing, and mm-hmm. I bet the offices are insanely nice. Mm. Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> I love how ridiculous um, Abomination's retreat is. Obama stay. I just really love it. Like, how bad. One what, what of his quotes on the back ground was today is today Emil Blonsky <laughs> it's like in quotes on a big poster today is today and another one was just like make make your goals reality it's like Emil Blonsky like that's not a there's nothing there's no there's no advice there I'm pretty sure Shia LaBeouf said that <laughs> is it did he that's also why she just said it's like nonsense platitudes yeah. but you know no, I, love, you. Yeah, I love it when he time. says when he's like uh Sometimes life gives us a teacher when we need one. Uh, when there's a of, moment to, to learn something. Think of this totally knackered Prius Prime as your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you, none of that was any real words. Like, you didn't answer a question, a legitimately yep. <laughs> answerable question. You said nothing to a very straightforward question. <laughs> you just said nothing. Yeah, I loved all the dialogue in this movie because we got a ton of it, but I thought it was all so good. Honestly, I think last episode and this episode have like hit a perfect pace. Yeah. Like, I feel like I definitely complained about that in earlier episodes, and I feel like this show has its feet under it for the past two episodes. They have both been spectacular. Yeah, exactly. Like, it found its legs. It's really interesting because it's the first two episodes with no cameos. So it's they're, they're focusing on letting the show be the show and not connecting it as much. And they're our favorite episodes. Um, I still think, uh, for me, see, episode three was my favorite. The one that, like, uh, was the first one that where it found its footing for me. Episode three was the one where it was the people versus Emil Blonsky. Uh, yeah, I just love Emil Blonsky, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just that you love Tim Roth. <laughs> yeah, <It's>, that, <laughs> is, that is definitely true. Yep, yep. Oh, man. I loved every time they said Manbull as a, as a, <laughs> like, like, directive, like, saying his name. Yeah, I was asking Manbull. I, don't I was know. talking to Manbull. <laughs> Anything you want to say, Manbull? <laughs> I'm, I'm a Manbull, not a mechanical bull. Yeah, that felt forced. How long have you been keeping out? And that was so funny. Really funny. It felt a little too writer's roomy to me. Like, I feel like someone wrote that and was like, ah, oh, that's too forced. We'll just have a character say that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Jen's so meta, we can have her say it. Yeah. And then the you know the other writers are like, that's perfect. Do you do you know anything about? The, we know about Porcupine a little bit. 
Do you know anything about any of these characters from comics at all? Oh, God, no. None of them matter at all. Uh, yeah, they all feel like real deep dives. Like oh, deep, for sure. Getting in the bottom of the bag, pulling out yeah. some characters. For sure, and I think it's very <laughs> deliberate to do it that way. Yeah, I feel I feel like we talked about that, uh, you know, leading into She-Hulk is like, we were th- we were thinking with it being a superhero law kind of thing. Like this is this is the show where Marvel is going to pull out all of those random like this show. This guy showed up in one comic ever and was hated, mm-hmm. but like is an absolutely ridiculous character. Like that's the this is the show where we get to pull those out yeah. and we get to just like dump all that out onto the table and we all get to collectively laugh at it. Like we know that we're not going to pull Manball back for any reason in any future property because he matters zero but like but just in case we have another portal opening scene and we need more bodies this time we're throwing a man bull in the back over there oh yeah man bull versus all of the chitauri would be (laughs) i need it i need to see him like goring chitauri with those horns Or uh, or whatever uh, minions Kang has under him, mm, which we will find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I have um totally unrelated to this episode. I have thoughts about um the Deadpool three <gasps> trailer that came out. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you you should a- I save it for the end? Oh, oh well, I mean, I think it's I think it's fair to talk about that because I don't think that's gonna. I think that movie is gonna be clearly promoted as, you know. Deadpool and Logan. I gotta say, I was so bummed to see that. Oh, really? Because, because can you, and hang on, can you imagine how beyond excited you would have been in theaters to get Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and you didn't know it ahead of time? Our brains would have exploded. We would have screamed. We would have absolutely lost our minds Mm -hmm. if Hugh Jackman showed up as Wolverine in that movie with Ryan Reynolds and we didn't know about it ahead of time. I like saw the trailer and I was like, of course, but I would have way rather not known this going in. Yeah, it's tough, man. Like, I totally agree with you. And I'm hoping there are some of those kinds of reveals in, in all this upcoming stuff with, uh, with, with secret wars could be all kinds of people jumping in there. We could get, it could be amazing. Um, but I also understand from their perspective, like they want, it's their first time bringing Deadpool into the MCU. There's a lot of nerves about it because we're all like, is Disney going to screw up Deadpool? Um, because the first two are so good and so like raunchy and weird and R rated. Like I understand why they would want to be like, we got to do something in the marketing that's going to make sure people come and make sure people at least want to see it. But I don't <sighs> buy it. They could put out literally nothing. They could just say, we're doing a third Deadpool. It comes out on this day. They could do literally nothing and it would smash in the box office because of everything you just said. Yep. One and two were so good. It's finally back in, or not finally, but it's in Disney's hands now. Like everyone is excited and nervous to see what it's going to be. We're all going to go see that thing. You did not need to tell us a single thing about it. We know it's going to be rated R and 
Okay, everyone's going to see it. Everyone who yeah. saw one and two is going to see that in theaters. It's Deadpool. It's rated R. It's in the MCU. I'm sold. We're where, going to see it. You where can I buy the me. ticket right this second? Yeah. You didn't need to. T- I will as soon as they go on sale. <laughs> you right. did not need to tell me a thing about that movie. But I, I also, I just, I feel like I harp on this every time, and it's probably getting annoying. But I just wish I knew nothing. <laughs> no, I know. And there, lie to me, Marvel. There are people that choose to live that way, and I totally respect it. Um. Like just avoiding everything and like don't tell me nothing, don't tell me. But you know, I, unfortunately, as podcasters, it's going to be something we're going to talk about. And like, as part of honestly, even as part of the Stranded Panda community, we're going to probably talk about what's coming. And it's it's fun to talk. Uh-huh. What else are you going to spin theories about if you know nothing? You know, like it's even if you know yeah. a title, you start to know things because that's the thing. It's probably going to. I mean, even the symbol for the movie, it looks like is going to. So far, is that Deadpool mask with the three claws strike through? Yeah. We would know immediately. Yeah. You know, it's it's just yep, yeah. Um, it's gonna be. That, yep. I just think this spoiler is gonna be impossible to uh, avoid. So that's why I was like, I think we can talk about it because it's clear that they're just like putting it on Front Street. It's not a. Oh yeah, it was yeah. everywhere. I yeah. didn't even like watch the na- the thumbnails that were sent to me and or the videos that were sent to me initially, but the thumbnail for the video had the like logo mm-hmm. in it. And I was like. I know what this is before I even yeah. like click on it. I had it. to consider it when I was naming the episode uh, that I recorded to talk about it. I was just like, mm, is this going to be a spoiler that people are going to like? And that was the decision I made. It was like, no one's going to be able to avoid this. It's going to be out there. So because it doesn't as well come out until two years, next year, 2024, years. 2024. Oh, my God. September. So almost two full years. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> almost to the day, two full years. Yeah. If they don't push it back. I hope they keep everything else under wraps. Yeah. You know, nice. you know what's going to be really shitty about that is that if they did all of this, you know, fanfare got everybody excited about Wolverine, Hugh Jackman Wolverine being in it, and then he just doesn't show up much. Or mm. he has like a cameo in that. Oh, God, it. if he has I mean, a cameo and that's it, I will be livid. Yeah, I think I would be too, actually, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, I don't think... I think... But the fact that they're announcing this early and putting the logo, setting the logo up that way, I think it means he's going to be the cable in this movie. He's going to be that mm. version. Like cable was to Deadpool 2. I think he's going to be yep. that character, the straight man. He better. Yeah. He damn well better be. <laughs> yep. I'm so sorry to have brought us like in another corner of the universe, oh, but no. I, um, I have nothing bad to say about episode seven. I already talked about the CGI. Yeah, so I, I just, either. you know. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, we do have a few comments in the chat. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I just uh, glancing at the chat. It seems like a lot of the chatters are talking more about theories and such too. What are you gonna say, Jeff? Well, let let's bring up the this this character Saracen mm-hmm. that was in the circle. Yes, quote unquote thinks he's a vampire. Uh huh. In uh, in Marvel Comics, Saracen is a vampire from Blade Comics. And has only had like three appearances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like ever. Well, that was also, he made a comment about somebody wanting her blood. And I was like, they are evil. He want the, and then he, right. I was like, oh, but he's also a vampire. So is that a vampire joke or is that something more? Is that a vampire <laughs> thing or is that a, is that a Hulk King thing? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Which is it? Is it both? <laughs> I think this episode narrows it down. We've talked about who is Hulk King and a lot, or who is behind all this stuff. And I think this means abominations off the list. I think. You think? I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I ever had Abomination on the list as being behind any of it. I didn't either, but it's someone that a lot of people have brought up. I was just. I was hoping that he was, you know, off doing his his own little thing and like enjoying his time with his 
Better eights. Seven soulmates. <laughs> Better eights. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got that. We got that in this episode, but it wasn't just them. Right. I loved, like, I wasn't expecting there to be people, like, there to work through their issues. And, like, when the guys came, like, crashing out of the woods and broke her car, I was like, oh, shit this is a thing where he's got a team he's getting a team together and they're all crappy but like he's getting a team together and they're gonna fight like nope and it's gonna be up to jen to try to keep it under wraps and like ah but no it was even better than that it's funny because it's he's like got all this group together but just like jen is a lawyer for superhero people it seems like he's putting this retreat together specifically for superpowered people or people that think they have superpowers or whatever you know which is very weird and funny well, yeah, the super demographic is an untapped market. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you're going to be offering highly specialized therapy for powered people, you're going to get yep. some clientele. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Working out your physical issues together with somebody that can take it, you know, that sort yeah, of thing. That's true. Um, <laughs> true. And you've got, you know, the most calming, calming circle and the calming chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to sit in the calming chair. Ooh, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That whole, that whole bit. Yeah. So hard. It was so funny. <laughs> I found myself cackling through this whole episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I really like this one. Well, honestly. Turn into the chat. We have waterfall angel uh, says, uh, I don't believe Emil was l- telling the truth about the electric fence. Ooh, does Waterfall Angel have a theory as to what, or we just think it's we just think it's false in general? I I personally think it was part of the misdirect. So I do think he was telling the truth, but I think it was part of the misdirect that they were pulling on us to say, like, look at all these suspect little things we're seeing. It's supposed to lead to they're all tricking Jen Walters, and then it wasn't that at all. It was that Josh was tricking Jen Walters. What are your thoughts, Jeff? I think that it wasn't. I think it wasn't an electric fence. I think he was covering for uh, his his buddies in the circle because his sword, <laughs> El Alhilar's Al-Hilar. sword, was uh, was bioelectricity. Mm-hmm. I like, he I said like you that can't theory. answer everything with bioelectricity. I think he probably got caught in the crossfire when they were doing a therapy session, and you know that's what that's what caused that malfunction. I like and he was that. just like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. We'll just say it was an electric fence, favorite chicken, it's fine, it's fine. Hey, the way he says chicken is so good. My favorite chicken, he like just really puts a <laughs> lot of stank on the word chicken. <laughs> I'm so happy we have um, a Tim Roth stan mm. on the cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love him so much. I'm going to go watch all Tim Roth movies. It's very apparent that you love him so much. I mean, he's just doing the best performances. It's like, yeah. how could you not love Tim Roth? <laughs> Since we're talking about Tim Roth, and uh, and I just want to bring up, a, there's a movie called Mr. Wrong. I don't know that I know that one. It, it's like one that I only saw on Hulu, but I think it had a theatrical release, but it didn't. You know how much I love hitman romantic comedies. <laughs> yep. But there's, is, is that your niche? That is my niche. Uh, that is my I, favorite I genre of movies. I very much know that. <laughs> hitman romantic comedies. I've said it on the cast for years. <laughs> But um, <laughs> there's 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 one that stars oh gosh I'm space on his name, uh Tony Stark's the guy who thinks he's Tony Stark's rival Hammer what's that actor's name Justin Hammer uh, uh Sam Rockwell Rockwell yep Sam Rockwell we got th- we got there <laughs> it's Sam Rockwell 
as an, as like a hitman, and I think it's Anna Kendrick as someone who starts falling for him, and he it's just such a funny movie, and Tim Roth is sort of the bad guy who's like out to kill him, and it is so good and so weird, and I can't I don't know I don't know why it didn't ever get any kind of play, but I just found it on Hulu one day, and I was like, I love all of those people, and it's a, and they're hitmans. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um, I am in. Hitman romantic comedy. They're all day. Uh, Waterfall Angel also says in the chat, I am really hoping Daredevil asks Jen if she knows anyone that could help them. And she brings in this team. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. That's a good theory. I like that one. Also, I, you know, actually, I could say one more one more negative thing about this episode that we still did not get any Charlie Cox. Yes, there's a lot of that going around the internet right now. People are like, "Why are we getting Charlie Cox? They teased it three episodes ago, and now it's not still yeah. out here." Um, like you gave me in a trailer, him showing up, like flipping into frame and rolling around or whatever. You gave me his helmet three episodes ago. Uh-huh. And you still are not giving me his face. And someone told me a spoiler that we get mostly naked Charlie Cox, and that has not happened on my screen yet. <laughs> Where is the mostly naked Charlie Cox? I am waiting, Disney. We should have known this Josh thing wasn't going to work out, because they needed her to be uh, available and in single. <laughs> so that Charlie Cox can come around and Daredevil and She-Hulk. And, uh, How can you say that? We've already had such beautiful polyamorous representation on this show. They could just add another set of, uh, you know, yeah. another another triangle in here or something. Who is polyamorous in this? I don't know. No. His the better seven eights. soulmates. Oh, exactly. yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> we, I bad. mean, we could have we could have Josh and Matt Murdock that are her better thirds. <laughs> I, I guess when you say polyamorous, I think of like an idealized sort of like trying for something like equitable. That does not feel like that. That feels like a cult to me. <laughs> like the, the abomination with the seven women wearing like freaking weird robes and crowns. That doesn't yeah. I, that doesn't scream polyamory. That just that screams cult to me. 100%. <laughs> it's less polyamory and more just like they're all obsessed with one and he's it's kind of the hub and spoke model of polyamory <laughs> rather than the mesh yeah, model. Yeah. Hub and spoke polyamory. I don't like that term at all. <laughs> Spins like a good wheel, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a big love kind of situation. You're you're a fan of Bill Paxton, right? <laughs> I just watched season one of Shield. <laughs> oh, season one of Shield. Wait, did your niece freak out about turn, turn, turn? Uh, not like we did. Not at all. <sighs> For her, it was all about the characters. It was all about Coulson. She freaked out about uh. Spoiler alert for Agent Shield season one. Uh, she figured out about. Sorry, I don't know. I try to give for big reveals, you know. Yeah, big reveals are nine years old. She freaked out about Ward's turn, which I'd forgotten yeah. how they revealed, and it's so crazy how they reveal it. They go through the whole episode, they don't reveal it, and then he's on a Quinjet with Victoria Hand, and he just like caps her, just like just just drops a body. Yep. 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 In one of the best ways. Way. Or, I, sorry, I mean, in like one of the, the best, like just most stoic oh, scenes. Oh, it's so cold. Where he's just like, this has to happen. 
she hands him the gun to kill like a guy they know is Hydra or no, it's a uh, Bill Paxton's character. He's like, you want yeah. you want to do the honors ward? And she hands him the gun. He's like, thanks, I'll do it. And then he just like Blah! kills everyone in the room, and it's just like, wait a second, Ward is Hydra. It's- <laughs> and they uh, they did. I listened to an interview with um, Brett Dalton, that character who or the, mm-hmm. the actor who plays who plays Ward, yeah, the and character that plays that actor, yeah. the character plays that actor. Um, <laughs> and he said that like a few weeks before they filmed the episode, he like got called into the office, and they were like, so. Ward's gonna be Hydra, and he was like, "What?" And then they like <laughs> didn't tell the other cast members right oh. away, and he said he felt super weird about it, oh. and like it. Yeah, I know. I was like, "Oh, because he's like a good dude, and he loved being Ward. He didn't want to turn evil." <laughs> <laughs> they kept him around for so long to being different forms of evil. It's so good. But I do think I do think they should have brought him back before the end. I thought it was kind of crappy that of all the people that got flashbacks in the final yep. season and. Or, like, even, like, in later seasons, like, the fact that he didn't mm-hmm. get one was, I think, truly a bummer. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the time jumping and the all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He did get a teensy, itty-bitty bit of a redemption in the framework in season four. Yeah. Where he was, yeah. he was a good guy. Like, T- everything was <sighs> reversed. But, but, but Daisy was, like, so not having it. Like, I don't know yeah. that it actually counted as redemption because she was just like, I, st- I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> not in Daisy's eyes, it didn't. I I, lo- I, I always talk about the framework, and they use that thing to get uh, the one character out. And I was just always like, why didn't they do that to bring some of the other characters back? Like, it would have been a great way to, you know, they bring a... Uh, the whatever the big villain out of ada. the framework ada yeah 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 man well it was so that ada could build herself a body mm-hmm. that was the the whole of it you know yeah that season is so good that that season four that is the best season of agents of shield like oh, hands over down seven over yes. seven i still think four is the best because mm. they did the pods and the pods were so freaking good and i'm like Still mad about season five not doing the pods. Yeah, me too. They, they, they season five really... was also interesting. <laughs> <laughs> season five took a turn. Was it the future season where they're out in the future? Yeah, yeah that well, was it was weird. space and future. Mm-hmm. And, space and future. Yeah. And it was so like the ending of season four with them in the, in space was just like, what is going on? And then, yeah, it ended up being a pretty weird season. And then like the first 10 episodes of that season, are you just saying, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They never really get there. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Hera J. Case, uh, 2020 says, who is the vampire's father? Uh, in comics, I don't, as far as I can tell, he doesn't have a father in comics that we know of. Yeah, I've looked around not that we know of. Bit, and there's no information. <laughs> but I mean, maybe in reference to who turned him into a vampire? Was, are we talking like bio? I dead? was wondering that too. Yeah. Like they call, they call them their whatever, their sire or whatever. Their maker. Yeah. If we're going for the uh, true blood method, but no, like in in comics, uh, Saracen was like one of the oldest vampires. Like he was like mm-hmm. pre, oh god, what was it? The the super prehistoric age or whatever. Um, <laughs> it was like thousands upon thousands of years ago. So like he is one of like six, I think, of the like super old vampires, like Nosferatu oh, wow. and and uh, I can't remember the names of the other ones. Uh, but like, you know, the, the big pantheon, I guess, the ancients, as they call them, um, he was part of that group. But you never see him like he was in th- 
two issues, two or three issues. Like that's it. Yeah. But he like he lived under the Vatican, <laughs> which uh, was kind of funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> now he's a, a Jen's BFF, one of Jen's BFFs. Yeah, one of. No, I'm not gonna say yeah. better percentages. Yeah. Probably not. No, they're no. just friends. No, they're, they're just, just friends. they're just friends. They're just friends. Better friends. <laughs> what's uh, what's interesting though about uh, Elahila? Um, he in comics was a mutant um, and was first uh, just kind of like first showed up in Power Man and Iron Fist in the Ooh, in the seventies. Yeah, like he could generate bio or generate bioelectricity, but it was only if he was holding something that was conductive and that's why he has the sword so he was like let's be a swashbuckler and uh interesting so that's another mutant. That's a fun little bit and mr immortal is also a mutant right so that's two yep. mutants two mutants in two weeks yep hmm. and um you know he was a he's a vigilante in new york and you know because they all are apparently but uh he lost his abilities during m day which uh, you know, kind of confirms like definitely mutant, definitely not an experimental or an experiment gone wrong kind of guy. Yeah, which the Matador is, or no, the uh, Manbull is. Yeah, Manbull was <laughs> experiment gone wrong. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I is there anything that. else in the chat, Matt? The Matt there chat? is not. There is not. At least not yet. So yeah, I mean, there's lots of things, but only two, only three that tagged us. So uh, mm. we, I guess we're going to be all done with this here episode. Anything, uh, anything else, guys? I'm just so excited for next week. Me too. I really hope. I, I know we keep saying like this show is so good when it stands on its own, and how did it? Like someone wrote, so I don't know if you listened to the feedback episode, Catherine, but someone wrote in, um, forgetting the, who it was, but they wrote in this long thing about like how this show is better on its own when there's not cameos, and it's so good, and it's so like well themed and the last thing they said in their email was i really hope we get daredevil this week <laughs> like it's just like the same thing i feel oh i'm feeling that completely <laughs> i'm like this show is really good the way it is on its own and i want daredevil now like bring me more daredevil bring me cameos uh, <laughs> quick news update uh that kind of happened like while we were talking okay um armor wars is no longer going to be a series it's going to be a movie yeah i saw that i saw that Wow. That is interesting. Okay. I, I hadn't yeah. had a chance to dig in and confirm. So I saw that on something that wasn't reliable, but I was oh. going to look into it. Hollywood Reporter. Oh, it's uh, Hollywood Reporter. That's great. Yeah. Interesting. Marvel shakes up Armor Wars. Don Cheadle series now being developed as a movie. That's huge. That's interesting because they just announced at D23. So this must have been, I mean, I wonder if that was already in the works and they just hadn't finalized it. So they still announced it the way they did at D23. Although the way that the the article um, seems to kind of lay it out is that like in development of the of the IP, they were like, you know, they were trying to make sure that the story was told in the right way, and then they were just like, you know, this probably just needs to be a feature film. This needs to be a movie, mm. and they've already got so many movies uh, planned and announced and scheduled. Like, it kind of worries me that they're gonna push it back very far and like mm. where we would have had it, you know, relatively soon on D on Disney plus. That's part of the problem with all this CGI hate we're getting for she Hulk. Like TV shows can't do CGI on the, in on the 
level that movies can do. And I wonder if that could have played into things because a an Armor Wars show is going to be CGI heavy. Exactly. Oh yeah, because exactly. every character, every you know fight scene, every character that's in a suit is going to be CGI, and so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot of CGI to be done, and I'm wondering if that's, you know, trying to do oh, no, like yeah. a ten episode season of that or whatever, or even a six episode season. I'm absolutely there for, uh, like, I'm on board for Armor Wars being done as a film because of the budget uh, considerations, and you know, making sure that the proper amount of money goes to the CGI for that to be done very, very well. Because if if it's not as much time as we, you know, we the people, as we the audience have had with Iron Man and that whole genre, like, we very much know, like, this is what repulsors should look like when blasted mm. from the hand, from the unibeam, from the chest. Like, we are very familiar with how these things should work as far as, like, you know, uh, brand recognition almost for, like, how the power set is. And if they screw that up, if they get that wrong in any way, yeah, we're gonna come unglued. Especially you, Matt, because you're all about the continuity. Yeah, I I am not <laughs> as much about the visual continuity. Uh, this is a this is a conversation I've had many times on the Star Trek podcast. But for some reason, visual continuity doesn't bother me uh, nearly as much as like character continuity. Um, it is the character. No, it's not. <laughs> Armor Wars, Matt. <laughs> like, we, we're always talking, but Dave, visual continuity matters so much to him. So, we're always talking about Star Trek, and it's like, they'll change the ship a little bit, like, between seasons or something. And he's like, no, that ship doesn't look like that. <laughs> I don't accept. Yeah, I, I do it. not accept that ship. The, the struts are way too far back, or this is that. Or he, he gets really <laughs> upset about it. And I don't care. That's funny. Yeah, I don't care about that at all. I'm like, yeah, the, but the captain's the same guy, you know, like, it's fine. Um, yeah. But like if, if they've drastically changed how the suits work. No, absolutely. And that's why that I, yeah, would be, no, I, I, that would be awful. Like if, if it just, if they, if they completely change how they work, that would be different. But if they, if they just looked a little worse, I'd probably let it slide. Like I'm the guy that even the She-Hulk stuff doesn't bother me that much. It bothers me that it bothers so many people more than mm. it bothers me personally. <laughs> Like it really, you're watching, <laughs> you're watching like people are going to be upset about this. Not me, but other people yeah, are going like, to hate this. Honestly, like I would be okay if she looked like Roger Rabbit walking 2D <laughs> through the scene. Like it's just not going to bother me. I'm just not that guy. I, I would prefer um, Jessica <laughs> Rabbit, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> just, but, um, just, Matt would actually prefer Daphne. We all actually know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't tell my secrets <laughs> is it Daphne or Velma it's Velma oh it's Velma you're Velma. right Velma. But I always I'm call her sorry. Daphne too I'm forgetting the nuances of your FYP page <laughs> <laughs> of my what isn't it your FYP page or, or for you page FYP oh of my for you page gotcha yeah yeah yeah, yeah. On, on TikTok swipe 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 that should be their tagline. TikTok, swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> swipe. Swipe for more Velma. That's what my TikTok swipe is. Swipe for more Velma. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember talking about that with you at DragonCon, and we could not remember the name Daphne to save yes, our lives. Yes, I, we, we did that. We were like, there's Velma and... Uh, uh, actually, that happened to me. I interviewed a Velma and Daphne last year at DragonCon, and uh, while I was interviewing them, I was like, Oh, I, I love the I love the cosplays. I was like taking video. I was like, yeah, Velma and 
And I couldn't remember the name standing there talking to a Daphne and I couldn't remember Daphne's name. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They were like, you're not a real fan. Mm -hmm. And then I asked them about like why they uh, dressed, why they chose these cosplay. Like they were easy. And it was like, it was like really like, like they were like, it was a convenient cosplay to do. And I was like, okay, cool. So like nothing about the characters called you or like, no. Like, cause most people no. are like, I love this character because some heartfelt mm, reason. It speaks and to they me. were like, these were cute outfits. And I was like, cool. <laughs> they are very wrong. cute yes, outfits. They are. Yeah, you, are, you are not Smart, wrong. Honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, It totally. is a low bar to clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. We'll be back with you, uh, you know, soon. Very soon. Until next time, true believers. Captain America, fuck! Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.